Well, hello everyone, and welcome back to Bougie Best Friend Podcast. I'm dropping this episode on my birthday, April 17, which means this is my birthday episode. Yay! Happy birthday to me! I recorded this pretty much a day before because I always wait for the very last minute to do something, and that's that's one of the things that I want to change. Now walking into my 32nd year on this planet, so yes, I'm 32 years old. If you would ask me when I was 18, how is my life gonna look when I'm gonna be 32, I would probably tell you what every girl in her teenage years thinks that her life by 30 it's gonna. I mean, not every girl, but most girls. That by 30 you're gonna be married, you're gonna have kids, you're gonna have a house, you're gonna have a dog, you're gonna have you know all these imaginary. Dreams and stuff, and I have to say that right now, being 32 with my life being the way it is, I'm very happy. And I, it's it's been a long time that I can actually look around and say that I'm very happy. And that probably something that probably adds to my happiness is that my brother is here visiting me in Miami for my birthday, and. I was just telling this this morning to my boyfriend that I just feel at peace. I feel like I don't know when you live so far from your family, you always feel like something is missing. And when he is here, my brother, like we're so close, it my day is just so much better. It's very I don't know. I just feel this very odd sense of peace and calmness. And yeah, so basically in today's episode, I am. Just gonna share some things about me, so you guys can get to know me a little bit better. I dropped a little question box last week for you to ask me questions about me, about whatever. There was a lot of relationship questions. I mean, about my relationship. So I think that's gonna be a part of the episode where I will share some details about my my man. I gotta say, I love birthdays, and when people tell me that they don't love birthdays, I just don't understand why. And it's not that, it's not that you need to have like a huge party. It's not that you need to even, I don't know. You don't have to do anything for other people. But I love birthdays because it's a day where you can celebrate yourself. Just you know, have that entire day be all about you. Eat your favorite food, hang out with people you love, but people you truly love. That's something that I want to talk about here for a second. I think that growing up, we all have these pressures of what a birthday is supposed to be like, and that you're gonna, and that you're supposed to have all these amazing presents and all these amazing friends, and it all has to look amazing. And you know, it's we're pressured pretty much from the internet and what we see that other people have for their birthdays. Like if somebody has friends sending them flowers, somebody has a surprise party, and then if that doesn't happen with you, you're gonna be so disappointed. And that's something that I've been struggling with for a long time. I mean, pretty much my entire life. I always felt like my friends don't do as much for me as they maybe do for some other people. <laughs> Or I don't know. I always felt like my birthday is. I don't know. I don't know. Is that true, or that's just my perspective? But I remember even in high school or something, we always had these group of friends, and we would like collect money, and then we would buy somebody a gift or something. And I always felt like my when it was the time for me and for my birthday, nobody was like really putting that much effort, and <laughs> I was like, it, it it wasn't a nice feeling. So 
growing up, I started throwing these, you know, I'm not going to call them lavish because they were absolutely not lavish, but these just loud parties. And even for my 30th birthday, that was that was a week of literally partying every single day. And obviously, I was in a different stage of my life and partying was fun for me and going out and meeting people and I was single still back then but I remember that 30th birthday it looked amazing on Instagram and it was you know everybody thought that we were having the time of our lives and we did have fun don't get me wrong but it was not even close to fun as it was in on Instagram and I remember even like being so frustrated with some of my friends that I will obviously not name right now because they might even be listening, but I was, and we obviously had a conversation about it and it was just like, I felt like it was more important for some people to be there and take pictures than to actually celebrate me. And, you know, it was a 30th birthday, so I had these high, high expectations. And honestly, I got to say that after 30th birthday, Something just happened in me that I changed my life completely. I also started dating my boyfriend just around the same time. So I think that definitely has something to do with it. But something magical happens in you when you turn 30. People say it's the Saturn return. Astrologists say that. But I think there's something, I don't know, something just happens that you just don't give a fuck anymore. And it's such a freeing feeling that you can just be happy with who you are and that you don't need all this external validation and you're not in trying to impress people who literally don't care about you. That's that's the most fascinating thing that I feel like in my 20s, I was spending so much time and energy trying to impress people who I don't even liked that much. I don't know. I just wanted them to think that I'm cool. And that never brings you joy because you don't even like them. And then you're, I don't know, I don't want to get on a tangent here, but one of the questions I, when I was going through the questions a little bit, somebody asked me, if you can give your 20 year old self an advice, what would that advice be? And I would just say that you stop worrying so much about everybody else and to focus on yourself. And I feel like when I say that, oh, just focus on yourself, it sounds so empty but it's not because you when you start really focusing on yourself I can't even explain how amazing and powerful that is when you are doing literally everything that you want to do you're not doing things to make other people happy or to I don't know impress the, the internet or something it's just so nice to do something just for you and I think that for me is living authentically I made this video that I'm going to post on my birthday, which is the same day that this episode is dropping. And it's something like, it's my birthday. And the only thing I wish this year is peace, growth, and authenticity. Because that is truly, truly what I want for me, for my friends, for all of you guys listening. I just want you to feel peace. It's so nice to live in peace, honestly. It's so nice growth I want I want to grow that one of I am a growth junkie I just like to grow in any aspect of my life I love learning new things I love exploring new things and I feel like if you're on this planet you have to evolve and you have to grow because that is what we're here for aren't we you know 
So yes, this year I want peace, growth, and authenticity. That's what I want. And I'm going to buy myself a really expensive piece of jewelry just to remind myself of this uh, moment because also in life I always wanted other people to buy me things and I wanted other people to do things for me because then I would feel love not anymore no 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 now I am doing things for me to make myself happy and yes I have a loving boyfriend by my side but I am not identifying my worth anymore whether or not I have somebody by my side because I was doing that a lot in my 20s and it's interesting to it's interesting for me to see sometimes that I was really forcing certain situations and relationships because I was worried from all these societal norms and like am I going to be married by a certain age and I always you know even today when I speak to my mom she always says she's joking but I'm like yo this is really annoying don't say that anymore when she tells me, oh, by when I was your age, I already had two kids. And I'm like, I don't want to hear that because that's not, and she means well, but that's not what, that's not, I'll have kids whenever I will have kids and I would love to have kids, but I don't want to hear those like, you should do this by a certain age. You should do, no, I'm on my own timeline. So that's what I wanted to say. Also, what I wanted to say that in April, I feel like I always, celebrate the entire month not celebrate where I do special things for myself so recently I had a photo shoot with an amazing team and I'm so excited for those photos my friend Vera was helping with styling then I shot with this amazing photographer Olga I had a photo shoot with her last year as well also in April and I, I hope we're gonna have this like a little tradition now because I absolutely love her work and then I got Julia from the Peachy group to come do my hair and makeup and she was amazing and for me it's so hard sometimes to let somebody else do my hair and makeup because I used to do that and I'm very picky but she did an amazing job and I decided to do more photo shoots because I love photo shoots and I feel like I'm still a little awkward in front of the camera when it comes to taking photos of my full body because I don't take them as much I don't know I mean I just selfie as I can I can do a selfie in my sleep but I can't really do a full body photo for some reason I don't know I feel weird sometimes but I want to change that so I'm going to start doing more photo shoots okay I think that's all I wanted to say actually no I still need to shout out the fact that my brother is in Miami I I I, I don't know like it's so special for me that he's here and I just wanted to say that one more time and yes we're gonna have an amazing staycation in the Miami Beach edition which is my absolute favorite hotel in Miami and I'm so so grateful and excited okay let's get into the questions why did you move to the U.S. from the EU because in the EU the quality of life safety politics education healthcare, diversity is better well I obviously don't agree I moved to the U.S. because I always wanted to live here I was always very into this mindset even though I've never visited before until I moved here I moved here when I was 22 actually this entire story of how I came to the U.S. is my first episode so you can head to my first episode I'm going to link it in the show notes but I always wanted to be here and when somebody wants something I mean not everybody but when somebody who really 
knows that they are in control of their life they're gonna find a way to make shit happen so that's that's why i moved to the u.s because i always wanted to do that okay there's a question what is the one thing you wish you knew at 20 well at 20 years old i was still living in croatia and i what i loved about myself when i was in my early 20s i mean even now but i was so fearless and i was such a go-getter and you would you could not stop me you could not stop me at all and i was a little naive and i thought that everybody is my friend and i thought that everybody wants to help me and i was giving myself too much to many people friends and guys obviously but it was I mean, I, you know what people say, I wouldn't change anything because it makes you into who you are, but it's true because if so many people didn't fuck me over in my life, I would not learn certain things and I would not know how to behave when that happens again, but as an adult, because honestly, I feel like when you're younger and if you're going through certain things, when people are not really treating you right, it's better for it to happen when you're younger because later on, it's I don't know I feel like today when somebody disappoints me it's harder for me than if that happened a long time ago I don't know if I'm making sense I think to conclude this answer is to trust less I know this is not really a a great advice I mean I was just I trusted everyone and I was so naive and I thought that everybody has my best interest in heart because I was 20 years old but um, not everybody has your best interest in heart. So I just wanted to say that so you don't really, you know, believe every single thing people say. Okay, next question. Funny stories or lessons learned from your past dating experiences? Well, this would have to be an entire podcast episode about that. But I feel like, okay, long story short, in Croatia, I didn't really have a serious boyfriend. I dated, you know, I mean, I did. I mean, actually, speaking about my first year's boyfriend, I got beaten up because of a guy. Because I think I was 14. He was dating me and another girl. And those girls, I mean, he was dating one girl, but she had a group of friends. And they thought that I knew about that. And they, I don't know, I don't even remember exactly how it happened because I repressed it. But this guy he was dating me and this other girl and then her friends invited me to have a conversation quote unquote and i went again stupid naive actually i'm not gonna say i'm stupid no negative self-talk but i went and met up with them to have a conversation and they just started attacking me and pushing me around and i was mortified and i was with my other friend and we just started running and um okay well that 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 is a that is a really bad story um but the worst part is that i sent him a text that i just got beaten up by his other girlfriend's friends and he didn't reply but that's not the worst part then i think a year later i was dating him again because he was sorry (laughs) so funny Uh, but um, all of those girls apologized to me later I said apology not accepted and I I hope they're doing well right now (laughs) that's that (laughs) but I have a lot a lot of funny stories and okay yeah let me answer it a little more so I had that kind of boyfriend but in Croatia there was nobody that I was kind of crazy about there was this one guy I was dating who was 
living in London. I was just a few months, but that was interesting. Then, yeah, I feel like I never really had a Croatian boyfriend for some reason. That was an actual relationship. I didn't have like your typical, oh, you meet somebody in high school, then you're with them. I don't know. I always had like weird relationships. And then when I moved to New York when I was 22, that was wild because I I felt free and I um I was dating around a lot obviously I'm not gonna lie and then I got into a relationship with a guy who was one of the worst things that ever happened in my life not the worst but he was horrible he is irrelevant completely but that was one relationship then I was dating around a lot again and then I got into another that was another long relationship which fucked me up a little bit, but I got better. (laughs) And I think then I had a single phase. And then in that single phase, that was the biggest learning curve, not a learning curve, but I learned so much when I was in my single phase because I was a really broken person at that point. And I did so many things that I am not ashamed of but I just like how did I stoop so low but recently by accident I came across something and I saw myself so desperate and so I don't know like so pathetic so when somebody when you guys ask me sometimes like oh were you always this strong yeah the past like I don't know a year and a half too but I had phases in my life where I was totally I was my confidence was on the ground I was doing things that I would I mean I was fighting for love you know that's what I thought at the time that I'm fighting for love and that love is supposed to be so painful and hurt and it's supposed to be so dramatic and it you know Disney fucked us all up but yes when I was growing up I always kind of knew what I wanted I used to always date older guys not anymore my boyfriend is two years older than me okay I think that question is answered how did you and your boyfriend meet I think that question was asked a lot of times we met through a mutual friend it was totally random we were not planning on being in a relationship we both just moved to Miami separately He lived in New York before that, and I lived in New York before that, but we didn't know each other in New York, and he was just very normal, and that was very surprising for me, because as I said before him, I was just dating, I didn't, I think it was also, you know when you sometimes date guys who you know nothing's gonna happen out of that relationship, you're doing that because maybe you're just bored, but I wasn't, I didn't want a relationship. I wasn't looking for a relationship. And then when we met, again, I thought I wasn't looking for anything. And he thought the same exact thing. But it was just so normal. And it was so just comfortable. And I feel like if you, I can give you the biggest advice when you know that you need to pursue something is when you feel comfortable with that person. When you feel like you don't have to pretend. You don't have to be all dolled up and you don't have to think about everything you say with him everything was just smooth sailing I don't know I just felt very me and 
that's why we fell in love, I guess. <laughs> okay, another question, pretty much similar, how I build my confidence and manifested my partner. How I build confidence is by starting to actually do what I say I'm going to do and respecting myself. And if I give myself a task and I don't do that task, I'm going to be disappointed in myself. And little by little, you're going to start losing respect for yourself. So I really try to do everything I say I'm going to do. So I'm making my little to-do lists and crossing them out when I do something nice. And I just want to feel like I'm holding myself accountable because I work for myself. Yes, I have my management and I have people with my podcast that are helping me, but it's at the end of the day, I am my own boss. And if I disappoint my boss over and over again, my boss is going to fire me at some point. So I have to be nice to my boss, which is me. So I think that's how you build confidence is by just keeping the promises you give to yourself but it was not always like this it was not I was not always this confident or I didn't know my worth at all that's why I have a tattoo that says know your worth so I remind myself if I ever you know forget again tell us about your journey finding yourself and embracing who you are that's a beautiful question I will tell you that I was in my 20s, I was trying to figure out who I am and I was very fearless and I love that girl in her early 20s. But at the end of my 20s, I lost myself a little bit because I started thinking I have to do this by this age, I have to do that, I have to do that. And I was trying to fit into these molds, which we spoke about a little bit earlier in the episode, but I lost myself. And then I wasn't happy at all like it it really hurts me even to speak about this till this day but it was not easy to it's like I lost a part of my identity at some point and then you just don't I don't know you look at yourself in the mirror and you're just not happy with what you see and at the end of the day you are responsible for yourself so you need to do something to fix it and that's what I did and I saw that I'm not doing okay and I asked for help. I started doing therapy and it was the best thing I ever did in my life. I don't do it right now because I don't really, I feel like I'm doing a lot of self-work every single day. But if I ever feel like I do need therapy, I would definitely do it like immediately. I love it. And yeah, I think that's, that's an answer to this question. Top five most pivotal moments in your life that have made you who you are today? That is an excellent question. I will tell you, the first thing that came to my mind is that I got fired from my, what I thought at the time, dream job. That was a year before I moved to the US. And why this moment is so pivotal is that if I didn't get fired from that job, I would maybe still... I mean, I wouldn't definitely stay this long, but I would maybe not go to the US the year after because that happened. But I'm so happy I went to New York instead. And here we are. Number two would probably be meeting my current boyfriend because after I met him, everything changed for the better. And we went through so many challenges together and there was so much adjustment 
And I just learned what a healthy relationship is. Number three, moving to America. Number four, I would say moving to Miami because I just went for it and I felt so good here and I wanted to listen to my self and my body I guess I don't know I just really felt like I need to move here and I did and I got everything I had from New York and got my place here for six months and then I knew that I can just come back if I don't like it and number five I will say there wasn't like one moment but like maybe after I turned 30 is just stop giving a fuck about things that are not relevant this is an excellent question I wish I gave it more thought but what do you wish you could tell your younger self that's again a similar question but something that I would want my younger self to know is that I can make all of my dreams come true if I work super hard and if I'm surrounded with people who want to see me win or who want to help me succeed you don't have to have like everybody in your life an entrepreneur or something but you need to have people who are doing what you want to be doing and I'm trying so hard to surround myself with people who are positive and who are ambitious because that's something I truly need in my life and if my friends are bringing me down or they are stagnant or they are totally okay being mediocre I don't want to sound like a bitch, but I know they're not benefiting my life in any way. And I don't mean benefiting. I just can't learn from them. I can't grow from them. And I can't, I don't know. Sometimes people tell me that I'm too harsh by cutting friendships out. But I feel like this life is so short. And if I feel like somebody's energy is not making me feel better about myself and my life, why would I keep them in my life? Just because of memories and I'm going to continue feeling like shit every single time we hang out or I would question myself or something. What I hate if I'm hanging out with somebody and they make me doubt myself or they make me feel like I'm not doing good enough or I'm not, I don't know. There's a lot of people here in Miami especially who are trying to put you down even like financially. <laughs> They're just showing off and bragging the entire time and I, I don't want to feel like that you know, even though I'm, I'm pretty satisfied with my life. But if somebody is like rubbing things in your face, it's not a nice feeling. And I don't like that. Does your boyfriend ever feel intimidated by you or your personal success fame? <laughs> I love when people tell me that I'm famous. It's so interesting. He is absolutely not intimidated by my, you called it fame. He does not like the spotlight he doesn't want to be in the spotlight and he is very happy giving me all the spotlight I need but um, I couldn't be with a guy who's intimidated by my success because I want him to be motivated by my success not intimidated and I want him I want us both to be very good at what we do so we're both like go-getters if that makes sense more relationship questions how do we overcome challenges we face i think open communication is key and i think that him and i communicate well sometimes we don't understand each other but we don't go to bed upset we don't leave the house if we are fighting not leave the house if, if obviously if i have a meeting and we just got into a fight i'm gonna go to my meeting but it's not like i am storming out we're like okay let's talk about this later or something just communicate that is key 
you need to communicate until you just understand what each other is talking about. Again, more about you and your boyfriend. How did you meet? What was different about him? I just felt comfortable and I felt safe and I felt like I can be who I am. When are you posting an everyday makeup tutorial? I feel like I just did. I guess I need to do it again. Your daily routine, a day on Coco's life supplements. Okay, I'm trying to get this nailed down, but I'm not doing super well with all of my supplement schedule and stuff. But I try to do athletic greens every day, but I think I didn't do it like three times last week. I take Nutrafol. I take chlorophyll drops. I do some, I do array bloat capsules. <laughs> Again, your past experiences that made you such a wise and a badass diva. I love that. How do you deal with conflict personally, romantically, professionally? Interesting enough, I don't like conflict amongst friends. I don't really get into fights. I don't get into discussions. I feel like if you're a friend with someone, it should be smooth and you should have, I don't know, an open communication. I don't know. I feel like I don't really fight with my friends. I fight with my boyfriend, but it's not like we fight about stupid things. Let me see. What was our last fight? Okay, our last fight was when we were in the supermarket. And he was like, what are you buying? I was like, I don't know. I'm just buying random groceries. And he wanted to make a list. (laughs) That was the fight. And I was like, I don't want to make a list. If you want to make a list, you make your own list. I'll buy whatever I want to buy. And that's just that was our fight. I I don't know if that was a good example. I'll elaborate this. Like he has his way of doing things and I have my way of doing things. And I don't need to always change my way of doing things to conform his way of doing things. I hope I use the word conform here properly. I'm not sure. Okay. Friendship struggles and how you rose above. If I tell somebody that their behavior is not really cool with me and they don't understand me, I just I don't stick around I don't know yeah I don't I don't fight with my friends I feel like if I need to fight with them they're not supposed to be in my life I don't know did you always follow your bougie lifestyle or did something happen that changed you I always loved nice things always and I think that happened because from a young age I started hanging out with people who you know had some money and I just saw the finer things in life when I was younger and I always knew that I can make it happen for myself so why wouldn't I do that I do have to say that I'm not focused on brands as much as I was before at some point in my life I was unhappy with who I was internally and I was insecure so I was wearing all these branded uh, shoes and bags and obviously I still like branded shoes and bags but it was it was intense at some point because I was again unhappy with who I was internally so I was trying to put all these designer items on me so I appear like I made it or something but now when I'm healed it's it's very funny and people can see through that so fast what sunscreen do you use especially for the eye area honestly I use so many different sunscreens Today, I use the Zitstika sunscreen and I use Supergoop. But I use a lot of them and I should share more about sunscreen because I'm an avid supporter of sunscreen. 
Okay, more boyfriend questions, eyebrows question. Have you ever had them microbladed? No, I never had them microbladed. <laughs> this is a fun question. Your deepest insecurities. First, when I saw this question, I was like, I'm not going to answer that. That's too personal, but I will answer this and this is going to be my final answer. My deepest insecurity is that I'm not good enough and that what I'm doing is not enough and that nobody cares and that I am just gonna live a mediocre life and that is my biggest fear <laughs> and here I am sharing it so openly but yes that's my biggest fear and that's why I'm always working so hard and even right now I'm so tired and I would love to sleep but I know that I need to record this episode right now because I want to drop it for my birthday and that's why I'm doing it because I I'm giving a promise to myself that I'm going to drop these episodes every Monday. So I'm doing that. And that's tying to what I said before, that that's how you build confidence. By giving promises to yourself and actually following through. So on that note, I wanted to conclude this solo episode. I hope you enjoyed and learned something new about your bougie bestie. And if you did enjoy the episode, as you guys know, please leave that five-star rating and review because come on, <laughs> because it helps the show grow. So if you listen through this entire episode, I think I can definitely ask you for this favor to subscribe to this podcast because I need subscribers <laughs> to have cool guests on the show. Okay, I'll tell you how this works. So let's say if I want to have a cool guest on my show and they're like, okay, let me see your analytics. Sometimes I ask that. And then if I send them analytics and you guys are not subscribed to the episodes, they're not going to come on the show. Click subscribe. So please do that and follow the show. And I'm dropping video episodes on YouTube. I hope you enjoyed this. And leave a rating on Apple. That's also really important. Please do that. I love you very much. And I'm so happy you're here. And happy birthday to me, I guess. <laughs>